Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week we'll look at a different aspect of mental health and Ian will be here to share his knowledge to help you get through it. This week we are going to be looking at exam stress, be it leaving cert, junior cert, college exams, especially because they are so all over the place at the moment. Ian Power, CEO of SpunOut.ie, thank you so much for joining us once again. Great to be back, guys. Uh, we had a lovely little chat last week. We both really enjoyed it, and I think it was really beneficial for a lot of people. So we've kindly asked you to come back again uh, weekly. And I think this week we're kind of going to chat about things, all things exams and exam stress related. Obviously, it's, it's a really weird time in general. But for those who are going through exams, junior cert, leaving cert especially, even college exams... A lot of people are left in limbo as to if they're happening, when they're happening. If they're not happening, what's the alternative? And, I mean, without all this, it's a confusing time anyway. So, I mean, what is there to say for people who are just kind of a little bit all over the place? I think it's the best way to put it when it comes to exams. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, understandably so, because I think everybody who's trying to respond to this whole system and try to create alternatives for people, it is a little bit all over the place. I think the first step is to recognize that and to realize that you're doing something in the middle of a global pandemic and to be kind to yourself and that this isn't normal time. So don't try to compare yourself with, you know, siblings who may have gone through this before or whatever, because it's just not comparable. It's not the same. So that's the first piece of advice. Um, In terms of those groups that you mentioned there I think the uh, most pressing one to mention perhaps is college students so people who are in further education or uh, in college or in university Um, because right now lots of lecturers will be adapting from maybe having proposed to or planned to run exams for those courses and instead are assigning kind of classwork or sometimes they're doing kind of exams over the internet and stuff like that and I think the key thing uh, that we've heard from college students over the last kind of week or so is that obviously all these lecturers are doing this in a vacuum and so often it can be really um like there's a lack of joined up thinking essentially and you know we've heard of one student who's been assigned 16 essays about anywhere between two and a half thousand words and seven thousand words to do over the next four weeks which is just insane like you wouldn't do that for a phd over four years let alone four weeks so i guess it's kind of just to communicate 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 and particularly obviously with your students union because they can uh, speak to kind of the the senior management of the college and maybe influence change at a at a higher level, but particularly just going back to your lectures individually and, and kind of you know explaining the circumstances that you might find yourself in. Don't suffer in silence if you're one of those students who is in a situation where you just have a mountain of work that's now suddenly come upon you that you didn't ha- plan for. I think, uh, you know, it's very uh, easy to kind of move to essay or or, or assignments as opposed to exams. But you have to remember, I think, for the students that, you know, in an exam setting, you're just scribbling out as much as you can get on the page, you know, and obviously you're trying to do it in a really coherent way. But for an essay that you have to hand up, there's a lot more that goes into it, including referencing and everything else like that. So it's not kind of a direct comparator. So talk to your your lecturers and your students union if you're kind of not getting anywhere is the first um, step in terms of managing all of that workload and that stress. Um, we know that obviously lecturers have to work to particular dates, but, uh, but we think that, you know, it's important that students are given kind of achievable and realistic uh, workloads as well. So that's the first question, point. Second point then is obviously this year with the Leaving Cert, it's just all over the place really, right? In the sense that, you know, 
we're still kind of getting to grips with how this is going to work in terms of the calculated grades. It's never been done before. So we're going to have to cut our teachers and schools and, and the Department of Education some slack and leave them some time to figure that out. And I think one of the, you know, kind of one of the worst things we could do right now is then tie ourselves in knots thinking about what that's going to look like okay because um, when you think about it we now probably have about three months between now and when the exam results may uh, be published may come out kind of mid-August and that's a long time and it's a lot longer than we would normally have normally you'd be finishing up in six weeks time from now kind of at the end of June and you might only have six weeks before the results whereas now you pretty much have double mm. that amount of time yeah. and it's it's important to remember that and recognize that I think you mentioned there a lot about um, the extended time period that people have to wait. From my own memory, I remember that being one of the hardest periods of my life because you like once once you hand up that exam paper, you, you immediately go into overdrive when you're analysing. And then when the day comes, it feels like that day was never going to arrive when you finally get your results. Do you have any uh, maybe words of wisdom for people of how to kind of manage stress in between that time? And as you said, now that it is increased, it seems like they probably need that little bit extra help. Absolutely. And I think we spoke a little bit last week about having structure and routine as part of your life right now. And I think that's never more important than when there's something like this that potentially is going to be on your mind. It's really important to have things to be able to take your mind off it um, and to recognize kind of that you're going to have to be a bit more proactive because that is a situation that is going to be kind of, um, you know, on your mind and and you have to kind of get ahead of it so the first thing i would say is that it's really important for all of us to feel like we have some sort of purpose Um, and particularly in a situation like that where you may have three months before you kind of get your results and before you kind of have certainty as to how your life is going to move on from here and what your future is going to look like in the immediate future so the first thing i would say to people is have a plan for these next three months Um, some people will be busy taking care of brothers and sisters some people will be busy potentially working some people may have some time on their hands so it's it's important to kind of think about what your three three months looks like and, and try to schedule uh, out three months that that are full of activities and things to be able to kind of make sure that your mind isn't always drifting off onto what potentially is going to happen in August so it's it's kind of a, a distracting yourself essentially for three months um, and obviously for those who may be kind of supporting family at home. It's making sure you have time for yourself as well and that you've time for your own things and your own um, activities and making sure that that's something that's scheduled. Um, if you've got a lot of time in your hands, I think it's really important to kind of sit down over the next couple of weeks and, and think about some sort of schedule that's going to engage you and give you, I think it's an opportunity as well, uh, you know, to kind of think of things that you can do that you perhaps would never have had the time to do previously. I think a lot of students um, will be stressed about a couple of different things as well. And that it's probably going to be very difficult to get part-time work potentially over the summer, which a lot of students would normally use to kind of help save up for college and to pay for things like accommodation and stuff like that. So thinking about those things and being proactive about them and talking to them, talking about them with your parents or with other people that may be able to support in terms of um, potentially the college access office or the college kind of budgeting office. Um, and also as well, obviously applying for your CZ grant. Um, uh, that's a really important activity to be doing as well. So those things are all kind of proactive that you can be doing. And that, you know, when you are doing something about something, it's obviously way more um, uh beneficial to you than just sitting and kind of worrying about it um, and and that's kind of the next 
thing is is just to try to in as much as you possibly can just worry about the things that are within your control because a lot of that stuff is just going to be completely outside of your control and um recognizing when you're worrying about something that's outside of your control is really important to be able to manage it um and i, I think that that's something that people will have to uh, get to grips with over the next couple of months the other thing to say as well is that you can take this time as well just to say well done to yourself you know you've worked really hard for two years it's a weird anti-climax to yeah. not actually yeah. be sitting the exams and, and actually having that output after having worked so hard so say well done to yourself first and um, secondly then sit down and you have a bit of time now to think about your CAO and to think about your choices and what you really want to do with your life um, and I think that's a really good um, you know amount of time to to have to be able to research things and to look into exactly what the courses are that you're applying for and things like that and have a think about and have a look at alternative pathways as well because I think one of the things we don't learn until after the leave and search is that there really are so many different ways to get to where you want to go so maybe the first one won't work out and maybe have those uh, backup plans number two and three in your back pocket so that when it does come to results day and when it does come to CAO round one you don't feel lost if perhaps it doesn't work out exactly the way you want it to. I think that will help ground yourself and reduce potentially the anxiety or the stress that you might be feeling around it. And then the last thing just to say on that front is that there's going to be lots of people in the same boat as you this year. Um, and, you know, there'll be lots of non-traditional access to higher education happening um, both this year and next year, um, because there will be students who will potentially sit the exams whenever they're safe to be held. Um, and maybe you might decide to be one of them. So, um, you know, if you don't end up going to college this academic year and you end up going in the 2021 academic year there's going to be lots of people like you so it's not going to be a situation where you're going to feel awkward or weird or like one you know a person who's kind of outside the norm for doing it it's going to be a lot of people in the same boat as you so please try to take that pressure off yourself as well and to know that it's it's going to be something that a lot of people are going through it will probably almost be like a a new sort of bond for incoming college first years because everyone's kind of going to be in this situation now where there there won't have or there will have been a very weird leaving cert. So in yeah. one sense, it will almost bring that group of freshers together even more so. Which And I think that's one of the most intimidating parts of going to college, especially when you don't know people from school. Yeah. Absolutely. And it'll be such a shared experience, you know, and I think um, hopefully that will you know, in some ways, try to to reduce the pressure on people to to get to exactly where they want to be. You know, uh, hopefully that you know if you end up maybe taking a year out, or if you end up kind of going into a course this year that perhaps maybe you don't even like, and maybe you decide you actually rather drop out and go back in in twenty twenty one. There's actually still going to people be people potentially from your class entering college mm. in that intake as well. So it takes the social pressure potentially off a lot of those situations and for me I think you know you know always it's easy to say it in retrospect but I think you know a lot of the time that stress just isn't worth it so it's very easy to say that whereas now perhaps we can be a bit kinder to ourselves in knowing that look actually um you know it's not going to be that big a deal because things are going to be completely out of whack nothing's normal anymore and hopefully people will have that bit of permission to to kind of be kind to themselves about it because at the end of the day like no one you know after we get through this like no one is going to care as to what you know you're doing as to where you're going and how you're going to get there yeah. it's really for yourself to figure that out and to be happy with that and once you're happy 
that's all that matters, you know, and I would say that to any parents that might be listening in as well. That's a really important message to get across to your students and to your your children and your young people that actually once they're happy, that's the number one thing. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, you know, you at the end of the day are going to be the person who's following this path for the, the rest of your life. And there'll be loads of different opportunities to change that up and to make different decisions as well. So so it's very easy for all of us to say that, but it's just, it's one of those things to try to bear in mind if you can at all. Yeah, that was all such amazing advice. But one part that really, I'm really glad that you brought it up, Ian, was the part was the part about learning to only to understand that you can that some things are out of your control. And I think that's as ja, to back up Jazz's point again about kind of that's kind of what's the glue that's going to bring so many people together. That although it is a really stressful time, and I mean the leaving cert is at the time it feels like the be all and end all, and that's not to belittle anyone's feelings right now. But when you get to that stage in your life, it feels like. This, this is what the rest of your life is what it's going to set out the path for you and I think there's so much added pressure this year because some students might might choose not to physically sit the exam and then there's a whole other thing of should I have sat the exam and kind of where do you kind of if people are yeah. torn as to what route to go yeah I'm sure there's probably people listening to this right now going what am I supposed to do do I take the grade or do I sit the exam later on yeah do you have any advice well, for people bet- who might be feeling in limbo Absolutely. The best advice I can give you is that, look, you can always take the calculated grade right now and then choose to to sit the exams later if you're not happy. So I think the best piece of advice is to take the calculated grades and see what they come out as. And if you're happy with them, brilliant. And hopefully they'll get you to where you want to go. And if you're not happy with them, then there's the opportunity to sit the exams either later this year, early next year, or potentially with the class of 2021. So what I would say to people is definitely take that first option because you can you can go the whole way with it, you know, if, if it works out for you and if you're happy with it. Um, and then if not, you have the option of sitting as well. So it is actually for us that 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 element of choice was something that was really important for us to be able to to see there for students so that you can do either. I think the point around as well, kind of, you know, recognizing what's inside your own control um, it's really important to recognize those thoughts and to have some coping mechanisms in place that you know will work for you and to be able to deal with those. So we spoke last week about music being a big thing, but it might be a simple breathing exercise to try to get your mind off those thoughts. Um, And I think that's again why it's so important to have stuff that will distract you over these three months as well. So I think there'll be a combination of kind of coping mechanisms that people will potentially need to employ over the next kind of while. And I think it's a really good idea to sit down now and kind of think about what those things might be so that you have them in your back pocket to be able to pull them out. Because I don't know if, if, if you've ever experienced it before, but, you know, those thoughts of anxiety or anxiousness or, or stressors, they just creep into your mind. And, it, you know, it, you can get them at, you know, particularly, I, get, I think the one, the worst times is you lie down after a busy day, you won't have thought about it all day, but then suddenly you're lying in bed and it's the only thing you can think about because, yeah. you know, it's the first time in the day when you've been kind of alone with your own thoughts. And so having things that can kind of bring you to a calmer place, uh, like breathing exercises or whatever you think works for you is really, really important. And the last thing I'd say about that is often that's the busiest time that we get uh, people texting into us as well, because it's the, the first time that you've kind of been alone with your thoughts so if it is the case that you're kind of lying down and you're in bed and it's 1am and there's no one else to kind of talk this through and and talk it out with you 
give us a text. Uh, we're available 24-7 and our volunteers are just there to listen and to hear all of what you've got to say. And what texters always say to us is that it's just that the, the process of letting it out is actually what, what ends up helping them to fall asleep. And often uh, texters will say to our volunteers that, actually, I feel a bit tired now. Can I go? <laughs> so they don't even finish the conversation. So that's a brilliant sign for us. That's yeah. something that we're really happy about. So do give us a shout. Um, our number is 086-1800-280. Um, and, and definitely that's that's something that we've seen over the last couple of weeks. It's it's when you're alone kind of in your bed, you're about to go to sleep and you're really tired and you actually do want to sleep. And then all you can think about are all these yeah. other things. Yeah. And uh, it's good to get those off your chest. Absolutely, yeah. Um, unreal. Ian Petter, once again, thank you so much. I know if I was in the leaving cert stage right now, I'm so indecisive. So hearing all this and hearing that at the end of the day, it's doing what makes you happy is most important. If if I was in that situation right now, that would have helped me so much. So once again, you're a fountain of knowledge. Thank yes. you so much for <laughs> imparting your wisdom upon us. Anytime, guys. Thanks uh, so much. And looking forward to next week already. Yes. <laughs> See you next week. Take care. Mind yourself with spunout.ie. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget, Ian joins us on air on the Zoo Crew every Tuesday to chat about all things looking after your mental health. So tune in if you can't wait for next week's episode. And also, if you have a question that you want to put to Ian and get a little bit of advice on, well, you can do so by heading on over to Spin's website, click on the lifestyle section, and at the top, there'll be an anonymous form that you can fill out and ask a question. Next week, we're going to be looking at adapting to working from home. We'll talk to you then.